I'm so glad you're joining us for this special episode of Street Soldiers on Reforming Rikers Island. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. You can find me and follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Now, in this episode, we are focusing on reforming Rikers Island. Will shutting it down solve the problems? The reason we're doing this is that we got such a huge response to our Inside Rikers exclusive town hall that we did recently with Fat Joe and the Department of Correction that we wanted to take a closer look at some of the issues that are facing the, the inmates on Rikers Island, the correction officers, and our communities as a whole. And we have an amazing panel with us to do just that. Joining me, Glenn Martin. He's the founder and president of Just Leadership USA. He's also the founder of the Close Rikers Movement. He also served six years in prison upstate. Glenn, great to have you on Street Good Soldiers. Thank you so much. Also with us is Ra. He was formerly incarcerated on Rikers Island. He got out just about five months ago. He's out on bail on an attempted murder charge. Ra, thank you so much for being with us. We appreciate thank it. You for having also with us is Elias Hussamadeen. He is the president of COBA. That's the Correction Officers Benevolent Association. He worked as a correction officer on Rikers Island. Thank you all for being with us. We really appreciate it. Ra, I want to start with you because you just came out of there. What was it like for you? It was horrible. Like, bouncing around building and building, being sprayed with MK9, like, treated like an animal. It was like, and I also was there during the time they took took away the clothes from the inmates and they put us all in tans. And I believe, like, I don't understand, like, y'all take the tans, but, like, certain people come through, y'all don't even have tans to give out. What is tans? Is Tans are those jumpsuits, the tan jumpsuits? It's like, it's like the two-piece. They, like, they took away everybody's clothes, but, like, certain people come through, they can't even get tans. They can't even get no tans because they, they out. They run out, so you'll be sitting in the intake a couple days. It's just like, and I, I mainly want to speak about that MK9. Why is it when y'all use it on inmates that y'all get like y'all get paid for spraying it? Is that true? No. So y'all don't get paid when y'all spray. Okay. Well, and what you're talking about, and I, I want to come back to this mm -hmm. MK9 issue and the use of force. We want to talk about yes. that because that's that's an issue that's a very big thing. There, there's there's you know uh, the word on the street is that COs get bonuses for using this MK9. I have no idea who started that rumor. But we don't get paid for using MK9. You, there's no extra bonus like a hazard pay thing or bump no. up or anything like that? No, there's no. All right, we'll, ch we'll, no. we'll check on that with the Department of Correction. But also, let, let, uh, Glenn, let me start with you because you did Time Upstate and you also started this Closed Rikers campaign, which gathered a tremendous amount of momentum. What's the whole thinking behind it? So, you know, I was at Rikers almost 30 years ago as a 16-year-old the first time, and I was in a cell for two, two days. The second day on my way back to court, got into a fight, got stabbed four times, the fourth time here in my neck with a pen. And the oh hardest part of all of that, I mean, it's gladiator school. So getting stabbed four times in a cell might actually be a good thing on Rikers because now you could tell a story about the fact that you fought back. The difficult part for me was the CEO saying, if you go to get medical care, you're not gonna go to court today and you're gonna be labeled a snitch and you won't be able to survive here. Now granted, that's three decades ago, but he's telling the story that sounds just like my story. The dehumanization. And the is dehumanization, so that's three decades of particularly young people of color and in the end, I don't care what he's charged with, he's innocent. 
The Constitution doesn't die at the bridge to Rikers Island. And, and, and explain that because not about 90 per, the correction department says between 80 and 90 percent because the population percent of the people on Rikers are detainees on any given day. Yes. They've been accused. They've accused been arrested of an immediate charge, but not convicted of that. And charge. haven't had a trial or adjudication Most of, them, of really their case. really low bail, no trial, back and forth to court. There was just a daily news article about a guy who spent 10 years there. I'm not saying that that's the CO's fault. That's about judges, courts, prosecutors and so on. But that doesn't mean that when a person shows up to Rikers, they can't maintain their human dignity. Elias, what, what about that? Because, it, I mean, it, there's also the issue of the violence against the correction officers. But what about the overall atmosphere? Because if you have people that are in a situation where, you know, it's a bad situation to begin with, and then it's just one thing after another, how do we expect them to react? At the end of the day, Lisa, um, as far as some of the stories that we hear, um, some of the stories may be true. Most of the stories are not. I mean, everybody has a story that's been on right. You're saying Island Glenn did not and, get and, and, stabbed with no, a pen. No, I'm not. That, that's not what I'm saying, Lisa. He has scars on his neck and to prove bad. that he actually got stabbed. Uh, and I'm what about Robbie stabbing, left an intake because they don't have stabbing, a uniform? Being stabbed, being slashed, being cut is not something that anybody have to prove. It's, pro it's proven. It, it happened. We know it happened. Saying that I sat in a cell for two, three days is... I mean, it's, it's something that we could prove as well. The, the, look, the, at the end of the day, the, the agency has been totally freaking mismanaged. Totally mismanaged. For how uh, long? Going back how far? Because you were a CO a long time ago. I, I, I'm still a CO. I've been a CO. But I mean, for you were on, years. on Rikers Island on uh, right. You're more right. in but a, I'm, an administrative I'm on management Island every day. I'm right. in and out but of these day jails in, every day. Day in, day out. It was a while ago. But let me ask you this: How far back does this culture go? Because when you say the name, to be honest, and let, let's just keep it a hundred here, mm -hmm. you when you say the name Rikers Island, that mm -hmm. is symbolic to many people of what is wrong with the criminal justice system, and that it's affecting primarily which, low income people of which, color. Which, 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 which puzzles me. Let me let me ask a question. Let me let me just ask a question. If I I can. In 2016, the NYPD arrested 97,000 New Yorkers. 64,000 of them was turned over to correction officers to Rikers Island. 47,000 of them have been in jail at least four, five, six, seven times within that time period. How do we start on Rikers Island as opposed to starting in the streets before they even get there. Now, the conditions of the jails are what they are. This union, for years, I've been a member of this union for 30 years. We've been fighting and arguing and trying to get better jails, trying to get newer jails built, because if the inmates are in a new jail, we're in a new jail. But Elias, the, there's, been a, there's been a nonstop series of stories of things that have been happening. Why it's jail, Lisa, the Island? stories are never gonna stop. And especially now in 2017. They're never gonna stop, especially now in the, yeah, in, we, in, in uh, the day, in the day of lawsuit, when you can get a three thousand, five thousand, we have we we have proof of inmates setting themselves up so they can get a lawsuit. We have proof of inmates cutting but that's each everywhere. other. But, but exactly, You're and what I'm are saying cut to each you other is, for but yes, so, they so actually on, so cut on, so each so other. Rob, what, what, what do you think about that? What do you think about that? He knows it's true. I believe that's false. And I believe you got to know it's true because you're in there. I've been in and out of there. For over right. a decade, right, and you and, and, and you all speak, y'all speak mainly about ma. On come closer, MA, come closer. Y'all speak mainly about ma ma violence, but y'all barely speak about the COs 
Because the we speak about Beating that the because the majority of the violence in the New York City jails are is inmate on inmate. Well, that's we we have seven hundred inmates in the last three on, years that's been slashed be and stabbed. They wasn't they slashed and stabbed by a correctional officer. On inmate violence, that's you not understand? justified. Am I right or wrong, Rob? So, no, the okay, well, inmates, well, the, the point, guys that the you point, see with the two hundred and fifty stitches, the hundred and fifty stitches, you're looking at his teeth. Was that done by a CO? COs are not slashing and stabbing inmates. Inmates are stabbing. Okay, Glenn, Glenn, hold on one second. COs are creating an environment for that to we're happen. We're not creating the they're, the they're matter, coming. We're not no, creating I, 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 the environment. I've been on Rikers. I know, I know what CEOs do. Like CEOs are working in situations that are unsafe for them and so therefore they deputize. They tell some of the people in the, in the block like you guys got this. Like I'm going to let you guys run, rampage, whatever you got to do but when the sergeant come by you need to chill out and make me look good. Like, let's tell the truth. Like, people, 67,000 people might have went to Rikers last year, but the majority of New Yorkers will never go there. So if people are Absolutely. listening to this, they need to hear exactly what happens at Absolutely, Rikers. but... Uh, All right, we're going to talk about exactly what happens in Rikers when we come back. This is Street Soldiers. We're talking about reforming Rikers. Will shutting it down solve the issues? More of that coming up. Yeah, Yo, you already know what it is, man. This is B.I.G. Sean, and this is the Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real Issues. Real politics, real people, only on Hot 97. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. What we're focusing on is reforming Rikers Island, is shutting it down, the answer. And joining us for this discussion, Glenn Martin. He's the founder of Just Leadership USA. He's also the founder of the Close Rikers Campaign. He served six years in prison upstate. Glenn, great to have you. Good to be back. Also with us is Ra. He was formerly incarcerated on Rikers Island several times. He just got out about five months ago. He's free on bail right now on an attempted murder charge. Ra, thank you so much for being with thank us. You for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Elias Hussamadine. He's the president of COBA. That's the Correction Officers Benevolent Association. He worked as a correction officer on Rikers Island and he remains a correction officer. Elias, great to have you with us. Thank you. All right, Glenn, I wanna talk about the climate. The, the, the atmosphere there. What's the, what, what is the problem? So, so is it, and how does it compare to upstate prisons? With, let's start with where Rikers comes from. Rikers was purchased, purchased from the Riken family, who was a judge in New York, who used to capture free black men and send them back into slavery in the South. It was 82 acres of land. Now it's 420 acres of land. But that insidious history of that island continues to play out today. I've been in other jails. You know, people rarely get locked up once. And so to be frank, I've been locked up in South Carolina. I've been locked up in Georgia. I've been locked up in Westchester, New York. So I've seen other jails. None of them compare to Rikers. And before we even, I mean. When you I, say none of them compare, explain to people who've never been inside one of these facilities the, what you're talking about. Like, what do you notice when you say none of them compare to Rikers? Up, when you what get, do you mean? When you get to the top of the bridge and you look down at those 10 jails on Rikers, 200 feet away from LaGuardia Airport, you quickly realize that they've built a city that is rightly named Gladiator School. Because you quickly have to show people that you're not going to get played while you're serving time on Rikers. That goes for anybody who shows up on Rikers. You have two choices, predator or prey, nothing in between. That doesn't compare. I'm not saying there's not violence in other jails, but it's not like Rikers where as soon as you get there, you have to man up. you got to make it happen no matter who you are. Right, right did that happen to you? Yeah, of course it did, uh, yes. Like tell, tell us about some of the experiences, like how, how they would test you when you first went out there. No, it's like you go there, you get in a fight, you got to... It's like if you be soft, that's how you're gonna be treated soft. And it's like, and now nowadays they just SRG people. 
Like they see you with a group of people, they make you a SRG. So now you gotta go to this house with these people which you're not even gang affiliated, but since you talk to certain, um, these type of people, you that's what you are. What does SRG mean? That mean like security risk group. They, they security base, risk it, group, it's, what it's, is that Elias? Basically they have what, what he's saying SRG is when they come into the system, if they're determined to be a part of the Bloods, part of the Crips, part of the Nietas, the MS-13, then they're separated uh, according to according to group. So they call it SRG, Security Risk Group. So That's he's put into called. another. He's put into a, a with a group of gang members of who might be, not be of the same affiliation. It, it's it's unfortunate, Lisa, that sometimes yes they end up. Yeah, they pick. With, they with pick. But they how does that make people true. more secure? Well, see, Isn't that more of a high risk thing? It's based on what Rod just said. What did he just say? He said, if you speak a certain language, if you act a certain way, then they determine. He said, but even if you just kick it to somebody else, already like. What I'm saying is, but what I'm saying is, he's saying that basically we're looking and we're saying, okay, who is this guy? Where are we going to house him? This is a classification housing situation. But to get back to what you were talking about initially with With the climate, why has it been so bad? Why does it remain so bad? You have Facebook, right? Of course. You have Twitter. How many times a day do you sit down and watch videos of white people, Puerto Rican people, black people beating the crap out of each other and videoing it? Guess what we have in jail? What you see there is exactly what's coming into the jail system and unfortunately becomes the job of the correction officers to actually maintain some type of order or maintain some type of peace. Correction officers, we're not looking to put a guy that come in jail that shouldn't be put in with somebody uh, a guy that's coming but in for lies, hopping so the train shouldn't be put people, in with somebody but, but let who's me just, coming let me just in talk for about attempted murder. We don't have a murder. lawyer on the panel, but let me just talk about the law and what lawyers have, have, have told me about this when I've interviewed them. You're talking about the majority of population who's, who is still technically, according to the law, innocent because they haven't been proven guilty. Exactly. So like in the Bronx, why, the guy that shot the five-year-old kid in the why head. Why is there safety the guy that, not a priority? Wait, but Lisa, that's the but wait, I'm talking to you. The guy in the Bronx that shot the kid in the five-year-old in the head, he is technically innocent until he's proven guilty. 50% of the the one that's guilty of rape, he is technically every, every innocent until he is proven okay, guilty. So they're all, they're mostly detainees. But what I don't understand is why has it been so hard? And there have been reforms being put in place over the last two years, largely because of a federal lawsuit that forced the city to do that. But there have been the reforms system-wide. System Most of those resigned. things was going on before okay, the federal lawsuit. Well, I think, I think, I think your like listeners what? need to hear this. I mean, we spend $247,000 per bed per year on Rikers. 247,000? If you add in health care and pension costs, $247,000 fully loaded, and you have one CO for every detainee. That no, you have one that CO for every 100 shift. inmates. Not on every, no, you have one One. C, you have 10,000 inmates, 10,000 officers. You know there's two for every 50 to 100 Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 hold, on, Rod, hold on, hold on, hold on. let me wait, ask you a question. Wait, I'm, Rod, let's just say Rod, you were an AMK. Okay, okay. let's say, wait, let's say you were 95. Rod, come to the mic, come to the mic, But wait, if you're in C95, and you were, let's just say you were in a house Okay, wait, wait, Elias, 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 Elias. A officer, Elias. right? And a B officer. A answer me. Be no, honest. Elias. Now, I want to talk about the same number. Elias, excuse me. How many officers are there, Rob? Elias, excuse me. How many officers? I done been an eight upper, and we didn't we didn't lock out on time for the simple fact That's that they ain't, I'm listen. asking you how many officers when they need to have Okay, guys, time out, time out. I'm asking you one simple question. We know about like teacher to student ratio. They go one teacher for every 30 students or whatever is the norm. How many COs per inmates on Rikers Island? 
The, people are saying there's one Roughly to one. Overall. There's, there, there's not. There's one CEO one for every for one, 50, it, for about one every 50. For every 15, no, 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 you're saying? Let me respond to that. that. See, this is what let you got. This is what you got. No, I'm asking you, Elias, I want to ask you a number. Talk to me, and I'm saying to you. I'm asking you, one every 15. One to every 50. One to every 15. Two to every 100. He just said, okay, hold on. He said already that there's 10,000 people locked up. How many COs are there? There are approximately 10,000 CEOs, and we're not at work not at the same time. Wait, hold up. Cut that, that out. Hold up. These people that, with this one on one, it doesn't exist, Lisa. There is no one on one. I have 10,000 members. I have four shifts. I have middle shifts. There's never, ever, right now. Okay, but right now, Lisa, it's 12 o'clock. So this is what we call the seven to three shift. Okay. On the seven to three shift, I don't have ten thousand correction officers at work. Have I have 40, maybe have approximately maybe about two thousand correction okay, officers but, at but work, still, and I have ten thousand inmates. Well, and what's the population? In the population of Rikers Island, we're being told in the media is now down to anywhere from like five thousand to six thousand. It's a high. It's close to I, 8, no, eight thousand. It's right right now, as of June, it was approximately ninety seven hundred. That's, that's but this, city this wide. is the deal. That's citywide. That's, that's, that, that, that's, that's all city the facilities. Wide. But we but we're talking about the city jails. The other jails in the boroughs are small. Understand something when we're talking about the jails, we have ninety seven hundred inmates. But that's what People Brooklyn like House Glenn, of Detention. Brooklyn, but that's what people right, want. Let me come wait, back, but that's what people like Glenn want to focus on. But what about the fact that we handle 64,000 What about the fact we're running out of time and I want to hear from Rock? In, ter in terms of the presence of COs, when you were at the times you've been on Rikers, did you Beyond. see correction officers a lot or were there periods where you're in housing and there's nobody around? And stuff goes on and stuff goes down. Speaking about that, I don't a lot of stuff go down. I done been in C95 Supposedly, we post a lockout eight o'clock. We don't begin out ten, ten thirty, because they claim they on searches. We stuck in the cells now. Now we come out. We got attitudes. We can't, now we calling our family late and all this. But I'm gonna tell you but, why. And he, and he's, he's, okay, hold on. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. And that. you got officers when they do come. They they come from another. Now they stuck on a double, triples. Because you know C95, Absolutely. they do triples. Yes. So y'all send an officer over there. They got an attitude. They don't want to open cells. You leave your cell open, they write you up, $25 ticket. But listen, I agree with that, but that's because you're running an island. That's why uh, I don't want to ask you. It has nothing to do with running an island. Okay, hold on, let me talk. Quick comment, and then we need to take That's why I don't understand why the union's pushing back on the idea that we don't need an island. Because he has officers in the powerhouse, in the bakery, in the laundromat, in all these places that have nothing to do with safety. Those are mostly manned by civilians, Glenn. All right, we got to take a short break. I'm going to come back to everybody. We have more describing that happened in the Hold on, we'll come back to that. This is Street Soldiers. We're talking about reforming Rikers. Is shutting it down the answer? Will that solve the many problems that the island is facing? More on that when we come back. What it do? This Kevin Gates, and right now I'm kicking it with Lisa Evers. Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're focusing on reforming Rikers Island. Is shutting it down the answer? Joining us for this episode, Glenn Martin. He's the founder and president of Just Leadership USA. He's also the founder of the Close Rikers Movement. Glenn, great to have you with us. Good to be back, Lisa. Thank you so much. Also with us is Ra. He's been incarcerated on Rikers Island. He recently got out about five months ago. He's currently out on on an attempted murder charge. Ra, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for having me. We really appreciate it. Also with us is Elias Hussamadine. He's the president of COBA, the Correction Officers Benevolent Association. He worked as a correction officer on Rikers Island and is currently a correction officer. I want to come back to the atmosphere and to the climate. People don't understand why it has to be so dangerous, Ra. Me, honestly, 
<laughs> it's just like it's crazy. And then when they and when they do the interviews on Rikers Island, they don't show exactly what's going on on Rikers Island. So people see the interview, they show like sections of the jail where it's clean, and they don't show the heart of Rikers Island. Like it's like, <sighs> like what what do you see that that we would never see? <laughs> Go to the C95, go to the eight uppers and all that, where there's no air condition and roaches and rats and it's it's just crazy. It's crazy in there. It's crazy. Let, let's talk about the correction officers too. Elias, and I, I want to give you a chance to address this because there's a lot of feeling that people have that there's a bad element in the correction department among the officers. We've met very good officers who are really committed to helping the inmates who are doing their job, who want to do it according to the law, who see the inmates as part of the community, and they want to do the best they can to help them, you know, get their lives in order and do what they need to do so they never come back. However, we've seen and I've seen indictments from the district attorneys against officers for all sorts of corruption practices over the years. What's your answer to that? And a Lisa, lot of people just don't trust them. Over the years, you've seen a lot of indictments of city council people, assembly people. You've seen, you've seen a lot of indictments of cops. You've seen a lot of indictments of doctors. You're gonna see a lot of indictments of people through, through whatever profession is, is gonna happen. So I'm not here to make any excuses for those people who cross the line. They're not somebody that I want on my team. At the end of the day, what we definitely want as correction officers, we want safe jails. We want Ra when he's there to be safe because we want to be safe. And the only way that we're going to be able to do that is if we can if we can maintain some type of order or some type of control. And the problem does that mean dehumanizing people and treating them in nasty ways and not giving them basic things that they need? Lisa, I have 10,700 correction officers and 99% of my offices are just like 99% of the inmates. They do exactly what they're supposed to do every single day. So I won't even sit here and allow you or anybody else to say that my members all of my members. I'm not my, saying my, all. The, but, but, but the deal with Elias, what I'm saying I'm to you. Elias, I'm talking about what's been documented. Own, I'm talking about public industry, record. you have people who dehumanize people. But it's every a different thing day. when you have people so who are detained. So at the end detained. of the day, that's not something. That's but Elias, not something, it's a different thing when you have people who are detained. When you catch these people, when they break the law, Lisa, if they're a correction officer, whoever they are, they should be arrested, indicted, let, locked up, or whatever let, that let is. Me, let me ask but you this. I don't like the blanket painting correction I'm not making a blanket. Blanket that, painting. That's done on these shows. I'm not making a, a blanket painting, and this is not these shows. This is my show, I got and we you, do Lisa. it to be fair I, with I everybody. You. But I want to, Glenn. We've seen with the police department in the last couple of years since they stopped stop and frisk. There's been a concerted effort to change the culture in terms of how they interact right. with the community. Have you seen anything like that with the correction department? Not, not only have, have I not seen anything like that, but when I was at Rikers, there were 21,000 people there. Today we have 10,000 citywide. So it should be a moment where we stop and say, can we do something different? Let's put everything we've seen in the past aside, the same way we try to do with the police department when we get them to behave differently. None of that is happening on Rikers Island. And it, it is it is a shame that you would make a, a, connect, a connection between an officer breaking the rules and an inmate breaking the rules. Because the fact of the matter is that officers have a tremendous amount of power. I mean, it, Rikers Island is a very hidden place, very remote place, and a place where a person who gets their ass kicked is not going to pick up the phone and call the local police department and say, this CO kicked my butt, right? Like, essentially, the only time we hear about every time we hear about something, there's a bunch of different times where we don't hear what actually happened. Lisa, okay. you was just on Rikers Island, right? Right. And you just did a show, right? Several. And you did a show of correction officers doing what? 
There are many providing uh, inmates with Elias, services. I don't know so if you were Glenn listening when say, I said no. I'm saying for Glenn to say that he hasn't very seen any we were change. But we were very. But but he there can't been say some, that he but had there had been no some change. No, 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 right, right. Okay, okay, hold on. Don't put words in, don't put words in my the, mouth. You, you showed there, them doing we, the mechanics. There thing. are officers who are very committed, and there's many officers who are doing their job. But I'm talking about the culture, and I'm talking about the climate, and I'm talking about system wide. The police department did a major. I'm not saying all the problems are over with the NYPD and the community. But they've made concerted systemic efforts to try to change how they interact with communities of color, especially. Has there? Why has there not been? We're, we talk about all these things with Rikers Island, but there's not anything where it says, "Is there a is there a system wide effort to try to change how the correction officers deal Every with the inmates?" Every single day. Every single day, there's an effort know. to deal yeah, with inmates yeah. that way. And at the end of the day, I'm still going to say the same thing. You were just there. Every day, we're making an effort. We saw the we best of the best. They were now. Now, the next time you come, the next time, the next time you come. Let them tell them to let me take you on the Even tour. Fat Joe said it, right? He was like, oh, it's good to see this little boutique program right here, but we should be looking at the larger yeah, picture. But here's and they're trying. And they're, Rob, 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 what do you think about it? Tell, tell me about the programs because the programs, and here, here was one thing, and again, this goes back to what Glenn was saying about shouldn't, where are the new ideas? These programs that train the inmates that we saw, that give them the OSHA certifications and all these other uh, certifications so that they can get jobs in background-friendly fields when they come out, it, it seems that a lot of people wanted to get in on those and they, they didn't have enough of, 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 of facilities and instructors they and all don't. that. There were even CEOs who were doing some of the teaching, like the guy that Absolutely. was doing the auto mechanic thing. But, Ra, you have an issue with the programs. There's not enough of them or they're not no, available. The, um, you want to see more? But why isn't that idea being yeah. expanded? Yeah. The problem Rod, I had is, like, they got the odd program, which is a good program, but they only giving it to people that been back and forth to Rackers Island, which you got people on Rackers Island sitting on Rackers Island two, three years, murder charges can't get it because that's their first time locked up. Which that's So they sitting in their cell, they can't even go to program because they ain't been on Rackers Island three or four times. And the fact of the matter is, Lisa, we would like to provide these programs to every inmate, to all inmates. The fact of the matter is we don't have the resources the to do it. That Listen, we could take and shut they Rikers down today. They just went from 250. Hold on. Well, let me do the money thing because this number's in the top of my head because okay. we just did the story. Mm -hmm. It used to be $250,000 for programming, which is very, in program world, is next to nothing. Mm -hmm. It's now up to $14 million. People want the programs. The programs so far from what they're seeing are working in terms of the inmates. So why aren't more... I, and they, and also the, the idea is the idle time, to reduce the I, idle time. Somebody's in a cell for most of the day, you're, you're mm -hmm. going to have problems when they, they go out into we, a public we area. We want to reduce I mean, the idle time. Part the, 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 the other part of that is... The mayor, okay, well, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Was directing okay, the hold question on. Let, to let me. me. Let me ask Glenn. To, Glenn, go ahead. The fact of the matter is the population has been cut in half, but the budget for Rikers has been doubled over the same 20 years. If you take that budget and you open it and you look at it closely... The doubling of the budget is mostly about correction officers' salaries and fringe, not about programs. Why? Because at the height of the crack epidemic in New York, no one had more power than the correction union. No one in City Hall would take on the correction union because they'd be labeled as soft on crime. Crime in New York now is down to 1961 levels. So that rhetoric doesn't work the same way it used to. So they try to scare New Yorkers and say, we're going to let all these crazy people out in the street and it's going to be like the crack epidemic. People are just not falling for that anymore. Having said that, I think the lack of programs is a failure of leadership on the mayor's people part. People don't have I want to be clear. I think it's a failure of leadership 
slip on the mayor's part. Although we're working to shut down Rikers and create smaller, safer, fairer facilities in New York, at the same time, the mayor has a responsibility to keep people on Rikers safe and in programs. Lisa, people don't have to fall for rhetoric. The police officer in the Bronx that was just murdered was murdered by somebody who was let out of jail early. The, the EMT worker who was murdered was, was murdered by somebody who was in and out of jail for 31 times. This is how we got as, here. As, as, Storytelling. As, so this, this is how is we not, got here. Storytelling. But you can't have it both ways. 67,000 admissions each year, you can't and he wants have to tell it. one or two you stories. You can't have it both ways. Of course ways. those stories are 60, horrible. 60, okay, okay, one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. We agree, those stories are horrible. Okay, one at a time, doctor does an open heart surgery and makes a mistake, we don't suddenly decide no one else is going to get open heart surgery, but, do we? But we Lisa, look at that one situation and figure out what went wrong. Lisa, but on Rikers, we make policy based on one-offs, and Lisa, it's usually the most horrendous cases. I agree. That determine the policy the, as opposed no, to what it is the, for the, the man. The deal is, you can't have it both ways. No one can have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. You can't in one breath say that we got to keep the community safe, make the community safe, take these people out of the community, and then turn around and say we got to put them back in the community. And you can't say that if I sit here and I talk about one, two, or three cases that your stations report but these are basic, that we're but, isolating. But wait, but, and then wait, but wait, and say all COs are bad. No, but I'm not. Elias, don't put words in my mouth. That's Glenn. No that's one, what he's no, been no, doing. He's not my older brother's a correction officer. Now he's a U.S. Marshal. It don't make no sense for me to say all correction officers are bad. I love my brother. You do I don't it. like the culture you that he it. works in the middle of, but I love my brother. Right, in terms I, of, I had, okay, let me, I let me come back I had correction officers that used to take me out of my cell, take me to their office, lock the door, have me do their work, buy me Chinese food, put me on the phone, that's and the, go to sleep on their desk. That's the majority of us. To be, Rob, you wanted to say something. Yeah, but like every time he make an example, he use something on the street. Why you why you never use an example with one of your officers on Rikers Island or Emmy? You always, oh, this person outside. Rob, I have an Wait, wait, hold on a second. Rob, in terms of the correction officers, what do you see? What did you see from most of them? Attitude. Like a lot of them come in with their outside attitudes, but you got a lot of good ones, but it's a lot of bad. You know it is. You know it is. And y'all speak more about. The violence that the inmates doing less than y'all talk about the the violence that your your COs is doing. When we have, and you you said you have the numbers right. So when we have thirteen hundred correction officers assaulted, right? When we have seven hundred inmates with two hundred and fifty stitches, one hundred and fifty stitches, those things were not done by correction officers. But unfortunately, no one wants to talk about the people who cut seven hundred inmates. If Ra was going to get cut, listen, while if people he was get in jail, if people commit Lisa, a crime on, on Rikers while they're on Rikers jail, Island, they should be. If, if Ra got cut while he was in jail, it wasn't going to be by me. It wasn't going to be by a CEO. It was going to be by a by a by. Wait, say what happened? I got beat up by CEOs in jail. All right, so. What is your purpose of having the SRG but y'all don't follow but y'all don't follow it? Ain't it true like so if you SRG blood, you be in a blood house, right? So how is it a blood and a crip is bumping heads if they both SRG? Understand that is not the position of the union that inmates should be housed according to gang. That's something that the agency's done. That's something that management and that's is something we have to, do, I think, doing. do a whole other show on is, is why there is. We don't think that that should be done. When I was a correct, when I worked in AMKC '95, we didn't, we did not put house inmates according to their gang affiliation. No, but now, now, now we have a commissioner who just left and an administration. They were housed to according to the gang affiliation because they thought and that would housing help. People okay, let me let gang. me just finish on that point because because they, we have to take a break. They thought that housing them according to gang affiliation would reduce violence. No. 
else, and a lot of people say it's a very bad idea. We're going to take a short break. This is Street Soldiers. We're talking about reforming Rikers Island. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We'll be back right after this. Hey, what up, y'all? This is Lloyd, the King of Hearts, and this is Street Soldiers with Lisa Evers. Real issues, real politics, and real people only on Hot 9-7. You dig? Welcome back to Street Soldiers. I'm your host, Lisa Evers. We're talking about reforming Rikers Island. What will it take? Is shutting it down the answer? Joining us for this special episode, Glenn Martin. He's the president and founder of Just Leadership USA and the Close Rikers movement. He also served six years in prison upstate. Glenn, great to have you with us. Well, Thank it's great you. Great to be here. Also with us is Ra. He was formerly incarcerated several times on Rikers Island. He just got out about five months ago. He's out on bail on an attempted murder charge. Ra, thank you for being with us. We thank appreciate you for it. Also with us is Elias Hussamadine. He's the president of COBA, that's the Correction Officers Benevolent Association. He's also a correction officer who worked on Rikers Island. Ra, you said that the correction officers beat you up. What do you mean? I like, I've been like, got in verbal, you know, verbal disputes with officers. I say something they don't like, they spray, and then they, it's turned from a use of force to like, them pin their hands on me. And they just get pushed right under the rug. You could call 311, you could do all that, and they get pushed under the rug. But yet, let me hit an officer, it's gonna make the news, it's gonna be, it's gonna be all over the place. It's like, honestly, I, I think they abusing, they abusing that MK9. They, they spraying for anything. That's the spray, that's the... That's the spray, and it's very strong. I done threw up behind the end. I, I recently had, a few years ago, I had LASIK surgery and my eyes. I've been, the last time I was on Allen, I was on Allen for a year. I've been sprayed five, six times. All sometimes right. twice a day. All right, I'm sorry, sorry you had to go through it. Were there any COs that that helped you? I mean, you got some, I ain't gonna say all COs bad. Yes, you got some COs <laughs> that's good, but mainly, it's like that. Mm. Glenn, moving forward in terms of in terms of closing Rikers, some people say some of the programs that we saw, like these job training programs, GED, digital literacy, the things that the correction department and the officers are doing right now, that it's going to be much harder to have special programming like that if the if they're in smaller facilities scattered around the city. What do you say to I that? I was just on Rikers a couple of months ago. I went to the horticulture program, one of the best programs, but there was only five people in the program. So let's not act like there's some robust programs on Rikers. The reason I launched a campaign to close Rikers was to, tr to make more transparent the stories that Ra and other people are telling about Rikers. I figured instead of everybody saying, let's reform it, let's put lipstick on a pig, I was like, let's rip it apart. Let's start from scratch. A lot of your listeners might not even know we have jails in the boroughs already. The question is, can we take those jails, rip them down, and build them back smaller so that we have actually less cells for judges to even put people into? The fact of the matter is that Rikers was built at the height of the crack epidemic. There's no more need for Rikers. For me, it has little to do with how many COs are working for the city of New York. I don't have time for that. I have time for people like Ra being able to be charged with a crime, go to Rikers, and come back home in one piece without trauma the way people like Khalif Browder ended up taking his life as a result of his experience on Rikers. Which now they have ended the solitary confinement for the uh, Oh, for when you say close Rikers, you'd be surprised what else will happen. All the other stuff that seemed like high-hanging fruit suddenly is like, oh, I think we can get that done. I think we can get that done. That's another thing, too. They didn't close it. They making a, a unit for like a remember they said they was gonna stop doing it solitary confinement for minors under 21 and no they still doing it they, they got a different type it. of solitary yes. and they're shackling kids to chairs shackling them down while they in school they being shackled 
What, what about that, Elias? Lisa, it doesn't matter where you put a jail. It doesn't matter whether the jails are in the boroughs. If the jails are unsafe, they're unsafe. And but isn't it the job get, of the correction you, officers and, to make them can, safe? It is. Like Roz talking about the K-9. Prior to us getting K-9, for the public, that's like OC. But prior K-9, to us... K-9 wait, is it, the spray. spray. Let's just play. Yes. It's, it's a very high-power right. chemical us, spray. Prior to us getting using K-9, guess what the complaint was, Lisa? That there were too many injuries to the inmates, too many broken jaws, too many headshots, too many broken arms. So we get the K now, the K nine. Now you, you know what the complaint is? We're using too much spray. People don't understand. The fact of the matter is, jail is not a, uh, pretty place. a safe place and a pretty place. It can be as safe as it could, but it doesn't matter where you put it. The other thing is, if Rao was attacked by COs, Lisa, there are more than eight thousand cameras throughout Rikers Island in the city jails. 8,000. But who that's controls the video? That's I can't how get know. the video. That's right. Who but controls the video? Is, it's there. Will you give me the it, video? Can I get there. the video? I have no problem. My, my attitude is I would prefer to have you, like in other states, I would prefer to have the media in the jails everywhere and, and not like tell you we're going to take you over there because every time you guys come they clean up an area and they take you there that's why i say to you come with me let me take you someplace without i'll, these I'll be very so i'd be very happy i'd be and, very happy and, to and, go and, and i'd be so, very happy elias and, and, if you can get then, the, go to west and then just to top it off just to end it for me we we just had a uh, we got a bill up in albany that glenn maybe you could help with Which trying one? to get the scanner i'll because, help with that because, bill because, if you because, let ceos go through the scanners too but 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 you don't think let me explain something to you you don't think that's going to happen glenn no when they when they brought the, the dogs bill. in Tell when they brought the dogs in the dogs were brought for Elias, the Elias what about they're using the dogs Elias, for now Elias, they're using the dogs he's for raising the offices a point. and he's the raising a point and, he, and he's shouting me down he's I'm not trying to shout me down should the COs right. should the COs anybody, go, anybody let me just ask coming you. into a correctional facility should be subjected to at least I'm not including scanners including including the correction officers we go through we go through a magnometer the inmates go through a magnometer if they gotta go through a scanner then we could do it when you say magnometer you mean the thing that's like the airport thing but wait Lisa but understand something understand that we're not even the scanners we're talking about we're not talking about using those every day we're talking about when we see 10 inmates cut up another inmate we can't even do anything because they take it they put it they boof it they put it in their behinds we can't even prove that they have it but they have that special machine so we gotta they have that special machine I'm not against the scanners I just know that if you really want to make the place safe you should put everybody through the scanners that's all I'm saying civilian staff correction staff and people like Rob, I mean, we everybody. Get, we, get, we get visits. We we arrest like thousands but, of visitors. But, uh, a let me year, ask you a question: Would the union, if the, would the union oppose having officers be mandated to go through complete scanning as well when they come on? Right now, I yes don't have no. a problem it's with a yes correction no. officers being subjected to whatever it is that needs to be done to keep the jail safe. If that's going through a scanner, so that's yes. going through a scanner. They should go through. You understand scanners. what I'm saying? If an officer is found doing something wrong, I want them because you know arrested. they all don't go through the scanners. They all don't go through the magnetometers. You understand now. what I'm saying? But the, but understand. And those are not magnetometers like they have at the airport. That's no problem. But understand this, Lisa. Understand this. Seven hundred inmates in the last three years cut up wasn't cut up by correction officers. Understand that. No, they were when cut. When these <laughs> kids go home, but isn't look, it the correction officer's job? Elias, wait. But isn't it wants. the correction officer's job to keep it as safe as possible? And, isn't and that the job? The tools Why are the they getting cut to that we extent? We need the tools upstate. and the equipment right now. If Ra's in jail, Lisa, if he's in jail and he has a non-metallic weapon and he sticks it in his behind, there's no way for the CO. I, what am I, Superman? I don't have X-ray vision, but, yeah, but I need the scanners in order to find the weapon. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, 
about? First of all, earlier going back to the spray conversation, the idea that wouldn't you rather to get sprayed by military grade spray instead no. of me kicking your butt? No, I don't think it's a good argument. But I also think that this argument is, is not a good one either. I mean, the fact of the matter is that while people might be cutting each other to survive on Rikers and to help uh, to help show they're other people to, to help show other people that they're not going to be a victim, officers bring in weapons too. So why can't they all go through this machine? And if you get, put that language in the bill, I'm here public on the radio, I'll leverage the entire Close Rikers campaign to support that bill and on television. I will support that bill publicly yeah. if you put language in the bill saying that every single person who enters Rikers will go through those machines. So how many... And, but will you support under, that? I have or no not problem support supporting that. that. The, the, the deal is, Lisa, those are not going to be on the front gate. Those are things that's going to be inside the facility. See, see, this is what everybody's not understanding. Well, what difference... They're, because th that, those scanners that we're looking for, those there's five scanners. There are 13 jails. The scanners is for when we view people, we see people, we see people have weapons, and then we that's this when we use Rikers the scanner. This is why Rikers needs to close. Because you understand Rikers what I'm saying? You can close jails. Rikers tomorrow. Listen, You're still going to have a jail. Listen, listen. CEOs get America to, CEOs Okay, hold on a second, Glenn. CEOs get to come on to Rikers before they actually go to their jail. So they introduce contraband to the facility also. So if you have a place like Brooklyn House where everyone who walks in suddenly is at the entrance, you get a whole different outcome. And violence at the borough houses is a lot lower than it is on Rikers. That's what the data tells if us. And when even if it's the same number of... Even right now, even, literally right now. If No, you haven't been in the MDC just recently. You haven't so been, it's on, it's on listen, New York City Department of Corrections website. Jails are violent, right? You know that. Man, you listen, know Rob, 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 Rob. Rikers. Okay, Rob, what do you think? <laughs> it's not as violent as Rikers Island. You know it's Thank not. you. Would you say it's Rikers Island? people. Because, like, them houses... Like, like, let's say Brooklyn House, Manhattan House. There's gonna be certain houses that where you getting violence from. Rikers Island is all over the place. It, you know, it's not like the entire AMKC, the entire C95 that you were in hold 3,300 inmates, and that entire jail is not violent. So anybody to sit here and say that 3,300 inmates, but isn't it the correction? I keep coming back to this question: Isn't it the correction officer's job to keep it safe? Absolutely, and to keep it safe for the inmates, and we keep it safe for the other for their other fellow officers, which is what we do every day. The police department doesn't go well. People are out there shooting themselves. We're not going to do anything to stop crime. Frisk, but they're more people carrying guns now, aren't they? they no, there are not. Yes, they are. There's no statistic yes, for that. They are. That's a different argument. I'm just saying their, the me their mentality stop is not. Stop and Frisk went from 830,000 people per year, 89% people of color, to under 50,000, and, and, and crime in New York is down the levels of 1961. We actually have more See, we need to public stop. safety. Lisa. Crime is not Speaking down in New York City. I don't want to get off on the crime no, in New York. But, but he, kept, but I'm he saying, talked about it. Okay, but crime I'm, is no, not down. I make, the Murder point may is, be down. Elias, Gun may be Elias down, the, but point is, the point is, police don't go, well, they're just killing each other. We're Rikers not going to do anything. That's their job. What I'm saying is the job of the correction officer is to keep the facility safe. If they can do it upstate, if they can do it in these other houses, in these borough houses. The things that's tolerated in Rikers Island and city jails is not tolerated upstate, Lisa. When an inmate violates the law. Who's in charge? Upstate Who's violates the, the law. Who's they got the radio? They Who's have got solitary Elias, confinement come on. upstate. Elias, come they on. have all types of things that Elias, they do upstate that we Elias, don't respect you. They respect you. It has nothing to do with that. We're dealing with a completely. It's an issue of respect. So why does the same person? Why does Ra is a different person when he gets off the bus and he goes upstate that he was when he was on Rikers Island? No, you're not. If you get wait, hold on one second. Let him answer. Let him answer. Elias, Elias, let him answer. If you look at my disposition, uh, my um, discipline and all that, you look at it, I got the same amount of tickets, I be 
not um not a band by the that record. I do the same thing. And this is but, what you were doing in the state facility. Look, I'm exactly. asking you. Yes, I've been in the box. But what I'm well, saying here's is, here's your problem. But my whole point, what I'm trying to make is, you all you keep talking about is the inmates assaulting inmates. How many times ESU assault inmates that it don't even be brought up? Jaws broken, legs being broke, arms being broke. I'm not gonna sit here and try to defend allegations, Lisa. Inmates make allegations all day. What Rod's saying is what you hear every day. And how many lawsuits do you win? I mean, the fact that the matter million is, dollars last you know, year no, they settled. There's a difference between dollars. winning and the department million deciding. For, on there's a, yeah. and there's a difference between somebody settling a lawsuit and you winning a lawsuit. The only difference is he said don't don't paying out because they don't want to go through. They don't want to go through. I'm one way. Like I go to Rikers Island, I'm here, then I go. You like every other inmate. You do not conduct yourself in a state facility the way you conduct yourself in a Rikers Island, New York City jail. That is but whose BS. fault is that? Whose well, fault is that? So he has no responsibility for his behavior, so wait, Lisa? So wait a minute. So is you're that saying what you're me, saying to no, me? No, no, no. I'm saying so why is it that in a facility where the men have already been convicted of a crime mm-hmm. who you would presume have more serious records, more serious backgrounds, why is it a safer atmosphere than it is in a city-run facility where they have only but been I, accused but of I a think crime and there for a shorter I think you should ask time. him why does he act different? I'm why do inmates? No, I, I can't saying. explain why they act I'm like saying. the way they act but why when they're is in there the Rikers such a Island or New York City jail, and then they act different when they. I can't explain that to you. The inmates are the one who are what acting out. What about respect? But what about res- we respect? We respect inmates. Inmates respect us. Aren't the correctional? Let me ask you this, yes sir. Aren't correctional officers? We respect inmates. Inmates respect. You see the broad brush? Okay, hold on. When I went to when I went to state prison. This white rural CO said to me, he said, you see those trees? My grandfather planted those trees when people like you were slaves. He was like, but you know what? You can live here and respect me and I'll respect you or you can leave here in a pine box. But that's a level of respect. You go to Rikers, you don't have time for any of that. Right away, because of internalized oppression or whatever, COs just start getting at you for no reason. You're like, what did I do to you this morning? They here we go with the attitude. See, here we go with the broad brush. It's not a broad here we go with the broad brush. CO, the, the, no, see, that's what you're saying, if COs. If, if that's what you're saying. If one CO kicking my butt, I don't care if the other 90 So if okay. we have one inmate that won't act right, is that a problem, Glenn? That's what you and do. how do we you address throw, that? Okay, one at a time. you a question. How do we address an inmate that... That has a I, behavior I think, problem. I think you're doing How do we address okay, it, Glenn? Let, let me answer that. How real, do we real address quick. it? Okay, real quick. The same way you address a CO, that got a behavior That's problem. That's right, respectfully. So you just sat there and said there's a difference between inmates and COs, but now they're the same. But y'all don't How treat does this us work? Same. Y'all don't treat us the same. There's nobody, no nobody here. is saying that people that are uh, that people that are in that f- situation that it's the best possible scenario and that everybody's good and nobody ever did anything wrong. No one is saying that it's a bad situation to begin with that you're starting with. But what we're talking about is people's human rights and he people's civil rights. That's Glenn what we're talking said. about. And we're also talking about management. We're talking about management. Should not be and held Elias, you know, at the, the bottom, at the end of the day, we're talking about oh, doing. The inmates should we're not do, be We're talking about doing your job. Correction officers have a different level of power than a person charged with a crime locked up on Rikers. If we can't come to that, who's basic running it? The inmates or the officers? Good That's a question. Exactly. Respect goes both ways. Agreed. And, and I think everybody would agree with that. We're out of time. So let's all, do you agree with that, Ra? 
respect no, runs both. That's why we have a problem. No, respect. No, what you said. Do you agree wait, that everybody deserves to be respected? Wait, That's an easy one, right? The, the, I, but what I'm saying, yeah, they do. They good. Do. Okay, good. We all agree on that one point. At least there's one point everybody agrees on. I want to thank all of you for being with us for this episode of Street Soldiers. Glenn Martin, Ra, and Elias Hussamadeen. Thank you all very, very much for being with us um, on this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers, your host. Thank you for joining. Elias, guys, come on. I'm trying to... You want to do this again and sit here for another five minutes, please? Okay. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us for this episode of Street Soldiers. I'm Lisa Evers, your host. And remember, use your mind. It's your best weapon. I hope it's your only weapon. Let's push for peace.